To my left is my friend Damien. To my right is my friend Johnny. And you're listening to Rolando, your amazing host. I am amazing, by the way. You hear that? You hear that? That's called jealousy. It's called exacerbation. <laughs> oh, jealousy. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about something near and dear to all of our hearts. Maybe yours. Talking about fighting games, ladies and gentlemen. I can't hear you say that again. We're talking about Hadoukens and Shoryukens and Attack Attack Dukens. I'm sorry, was that? But that was. I'm pretty sure that's not that's, that's pretty sure that's how you say that. I'm how you say? That's how you say the the whirlwind kicks. Maybe circa the Super <laughs> Nintendo days, but I don't see that being a thing now. All right, so. I dare you to say that three times fast. Attack, attack, duke, and attack, attack, duke, and No, the real way. Oh, how do you say that? Simpoo. Simpoo. Oh, yeah, no. I lost. Or I want some pound cake if you've seen the Street Fighter Flash collection. I want some pound cake. I want some pound cake. Fattening. So, I kind of wanted to get into what was your first experience with fighting games. Kind of like to make this more personable. So, if you want to jump in well going off of what we deem to be a fighting game i mean if i'm gonna say my first fighting game foray it's gonna be a beat-em-up and it's going to be the original double dragon that's not a all right let me preface okay traditional fighting game uh one-on-one profile view of every of every character then it's going to be a game called the final blow which Ooh. was previously called Buster Douglas Boxing. I played it in the arcades when I was in middle school. All it was was essentially Rock'em Sock'em Robots with Genesis-style graphics. Sega Genesis or Mega Drive for those folks that don't understand what I'm talking about. Literally, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. <laughs> that was the whole crux of it all. Someone got knocked down, you knocked them down, you kept it moving after that. And that was my first foray into fighting games. Mixing that with the original Street Fighter. Yes, not Fighting Street. Fighting Street. Nope. The original Street Fighter that was in the arcades where you had to literally break your wrist to do one special move. So that's my first rep- uh, my first thing into fighting games. Speaking of breaking wrists, we're going to be talking about joysticks later, by the way. I don't like where this conversation is going already. <laughs> we're talking about joysticks and breaking wrists. Ah, I just got it. If anyone followed last week's show, <laughs> they have to understand about Rolando's um, likes, as I promised. All right, we're going to skip all this stuff. We're going to move on to Johnny. Johnny, what was your first uh, fighting game? Wow, the first fighting game I ever played was one of the Samurai Showdown games uh-huh. for the Super Nintendo. I, I didn't own it, but I would have to say I rented it from Blockbuster at least 20 times. And that was probably one of the fighting games I played the most in my life. Um, after that, I probably played Mortal Kombat, but personally, which is probably going to make a lot of people hate me, I liked Samurai Showdown more than Mortal Kombat. So. You know what? I'm okay with that, because when I first started getting a home console, my first home console um, was the Nintendo, and then I skipped to Genesis. Um, I liked Samurai Showdown for the Genesis. Why? Because it had the actual fatalities. Um, Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Apparently, this podcast is something that you don't <laughs> either. But Samurai Showdown actually was a great series. Yes, Fatal Fury came first. The whole power wave, burning knuckle. Are you okay? What? 
Milano. That wasn't that wasn't there yet. That wasn't. No. Listen. No, the original was, Fatal Fury did not have that. That was life changing. For you. <laughs> anyway, Johnny's point is a valid one. Samurai Showdown is an excellent fighting game, and it's an excellent introduction to a weapons based. I I want to say the genre. It was pretty much the granddaddy of the genre of weapon based fighting. If I'm wrong, please correct me. But that's the first thing I remember. Okay. Uh, for me, I think nobody I'm, cares I, what you want. Man, I feel like I'm the ba- I keep being the baby of the group and saying that I I got into stuff later than that. Like I remember my first experience with fighting games was Street Fighter Two Turbo at a at a at my babysitter's house in the mornings. I just go in and spend the whole day playing Turbo with Blanca. Jump kicks, jump high kicks. Uh, after that, what did I do? Uh, there was nothing else after that. I think the the next fighting game that I actually picked up was Soul Calibur. What's so funny, gentlemen? I want to know what's so funny. You do realize you just admitted you had a babysitter, and you would sneak off to play Street Fighter Turbo. <laughs> was, I was like five. What? Yeah. No, I'm gonna be five, seven. I want to say. And you five seven, five seven, five seven. That's how tall I want to be one day. <laughs> five seven, yeah. And I'm, I had a babysitter. That's normal, right? I was my mom was working. I was one parent household, babysitting. Business at hand. Business at hand. Yes, let's focus here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, after that, I think I went straight to PS One era. My first PS One game was Tekken. Three. Tekken three. Tekken one. Tekken one for you? Yeah. My Never first played Tekken a Tekken game in my life. Wow. Stop playing right now. The first Tekken game, as I put stupid air quotes up, was Street Fighter Cross Tekken. And that was more a Street Fighter than a Tekken game. So if that's the closest thing to Tekken I've ever played, that's it. What has dissuaded you from playing Tekken? It's my disassociation with the Dead or Alive series and thinking that Tekken is just another version of Dead or Alive. It's not, by the way. Just without the boobs. I think I think we've had I think there's enough media out there that people know about the boobs and the Oh no no. I'm not trying to get into it. I'm just saying I that's how I viewed Tekken for so long. Yeah? Boob physics? No. It's like Dead or Alive light without the boobs. Ah, okay. I can see that. I just think that it's a much cooler game. Why? Aesthetics, Yoshimitsu. Yoshimitsu is like the most badass dude you can aesthetically. Can you explain who he is for people? Oh, at that's home? right, Yoshimitsu. Uh, look him up. He's like the the dude with the with the skull on his face. He's, he's the only he has character in the game. He's with like a, a sword, ninja, right? Robot alien thing. He's it's it's indescribable because it's a design that you don't see a lot. It's a design that. It's it has no genre if you were to put it in no specific kind of genre. Years in Soul Calibur. Yeah, that w- that's what I was going to say. He's yeah. actually in Soul Calibur, but he's cooler in Tekken. And I don't even think it's the same guy. I think it's like a, a ancestry situation. It's still the same team. They have very similar moves. Yeah, yeah. He has no arm in all of them. I guess like a wooden arm. Uh, I didn't even know he had a wooden arm. Yeah, in Soul Calibur, he no. has like the. He has like Gear a robotic thing. arm made out of wood. But he's a robot. In Soul Calibur, he's a samurai. Okay. In Tekken, he's an 
Cyborg. Aliens. Oh, God. Listen, we didn't say Tekken had the best lore of any (laughs) game in the world. I I would assume so when you can fight, what do you call it? A mannequin or a bear? A mannequin. Actually, if we want to talk fighting a bear... Let's go back to Zangief. Oh, no. Free fighter. Oh, no. Apparently, he fights bears. No. And last week, we talked about... Atomic busting bears? No. <laughs> we talked about Akihiko fighting bears. <laughs> so, apparently, fighting bears is a, theme is a now? thing. <laughs> At what point did fighting bears become a thing? I think it's one of those manly things that you get to do, right? Fight a bear and come no. out alive. There's a lot of bears in New York City that you've seen? <laughs> well, what's what? where's Akihiko? It's not New York City, right? It's like a... Like a uh, What's it called? Like a derivative derivative of Japan, a Japanese city? Tokyo? Yeah? I, I don't know. I've never like looked into where they actually are. Uh, so bears, yeah. Bears is a thing. Don't knock the bears. I don't want to get sued by the completionists, so we're not going to make the bears jokes anymore. Oh, there's a bears joke? Yes. Okay, so we should probably skip that then. Yeah. Hey, can we talk about my barcade story now? <laughs> Boy, if there ever is a situation where somebody wants to get that immaculate shine and to uh, get credit, he's literally blowing his load uh, in you, the first you third of the show. You made it weird now. Like you didn't make it weird last week. Okay, go ahead, tell your story. <clears throat> so. Me and Damien planned this this uh, this get together with a few friends to this barcade. I don't remember the name of it. Was it was the name? It's called Barcade. Oh, it is. Okay, Barcade, the Barcade. Uh, so to preface that, before preface, be- <laughs> preface, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. And this guy is going to tell you a story about how he beat me. <laughs> ah, you've been you're ruining it. The ruining my fun. Uh, so was that? English? <laughs> what the hell was that right now? You'll hear it in post. That sounds You'll like uh, I want some pound cake. But oh go God. ahead, continue. Uh, so he invited me out to this barcade thing with a few friends. Before that, I was talking all this mess about I'm going to destroy you, old timers. I I got I got I don't need the power glove I got it I got the magic in me, so we go there, and our good friend Danny, like wipes the floor with me, like I I uh what was the first thing we played Street Fighter three, mm-hmm. like the original not Third Strike or Second Impact, he just destroyed me and uh, I'll give him credit, he's good, I would say that you know I'm not good at joysticks that's why I lost most of the rounds. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. I'm better with a pad. I'm better with a pad. <laughs> and Damien over here is just like dying. Uh, so after my losses, I was like, fuck this game. So I walk to another uh, cabinet and I see, uh, uh, what was it? Marvel Heroes with the gems. So Damien's like, yeah, let's, 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 let's fight around. I mopped the floor with him on that round. He's like, what was the theme for that? Fuck you, Orlando. <laughs> what was the theme for that day? He was like, fuck you, Orlando, every time I beat him. So he's like, yo, Orlando, I know a game that you can't beat me in. King of Fighters. What was it? King of Fighters 96. 96. 
Let's do this. Wait a minute. Oh, let, let, let me interject what? here. What? Because he's been running his mouth for the last <laughs> 10 seconds. I don't remember me playing him in Marvel superheroes. This seems wow. like it might have been a dream for selective him. Selective memory. I selective. <laughs> it's more like you inception that memory into my head because I don't remember that happening. Really, at you don't all. remember me destroying you? I think you picked Juggernaut and I picked uh, Wolverine. I wasn't drunk. I know that much, but I'm I don't pretty, remember this at all. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I, I, that's what happened. Okay, and if he did, let's just give it some credence. If he did beat me, which I did. If which he did. beat me. I'm going to use his excuse. I'm not used to playing on a joystick controller interface. Mind you, it was busted, but he forgot to mention that. Oh, but it didn't happen, I thought you said. (laughs) It didn't happen in King of Fighters? No, in King of Fighters, there was no busted sticks. Oh, it was. There was no busted sticks. It was. No busted sticks. We played King of Fighters, 96, you said? 95? 96. Who was your first team? I don't. It was it was some. I know Keo was in there. I picked uh, Iori and two others. He destroyed me the first one. I'll give him that. Like the first actual game because I had Iori. Because he had Iori. I come back. I go, yo, I'm not gonna take this in down. Bam! I beat him two rounds. He goes, nah, I ain't gonna take this in down. Bam! I beat him two rounds again. And third quarter, destroyed him again. Damien has his. I want to kill you face. And he goes, fuck you, Orlando. And just like walks away. Because he couldn't take the abuse that I was giving him. He couldn't take. I'm talking like a wrestler right now. You can't take this in the ring. Uh, Are you cutting a promo right now? (laughs) You're cutting a a wrestling promo? Uh, Because you you sound like a douche right now. Yeah, I'm sorry. You want to scale that back next time you want to brag? I'm sorry. I don't get to brag often, so. What does that say about you? <laughs> I let think me, going forward we should have a segment on the let show. Me, let me put the modest voice where in. we where we analyze your, the things you say and yeah. how you say those. Because I don't like to brag. Mm-hmm. I just like to brag when it's necessary. When I need to flex the bragging muscles, that's a thing. You feel good now? Yeah, I do. Do I, you feel powerful? I, I feel. Does that make you feel better about yourself? It does a little bit. Okay, a little bit. Let the folks at home know. I'm just letting him live because apparently this is like his World Series. Whatever. Hey, I've told him if he wants a rematch, we can go, and I can whoop him again. But the man refuses. I didn't refuse. Oh yeah, you wanted. All, all, let's I, go. all I said was, the next time we do this, we'll both be on game pads. Okay, fair enough. Okay, Johnny is the witness. It'll be on game pads. You want to put some money on this? Well, like a five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars for me is like. $5. I wipe my ass with five dollars. Oh, come on, don't make it like a like a like a, like a joke. Five dollars. Right. Five dollars. We just fist pump for people at home. Five dollars is this is the. But I get game. to pick the King of Fighters game I play you. Oh, with. that's fucked. <laughs> and it ain't gonna be ninety six. Do I have? Can I at least know what it is when you pick it so I can like practice? I'll tell you maybe two days prior. Thank you for your generosity. You're welcome. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, okay, now that he told that story. Let's get back at the, the point at hand. We're talking about fighting games that we love and the reasons why we love them versus where they're going today. So, Johnny, you've been eerily quiet the last, let's say, 10 minutes of Rolando's monologue. 15 and 58 seconds. <sighs> Facts. For you, 
when you play a fighting game, or what makes you drawn to a fighting game is a better question. What draws you in? Huh. That's actually a pretty tough question, because depending on the type of fighting game, it changes what I prefer in it. An example of that you gave was like Samurai Showdown, mm-hmm. and it, how it's a weapon fire game. And I like a couple of those. I actually like Samurai Showdown and Soul Calibur. But then there's another game that's like Bushido Blade. And in that game, it's like you get two hits, maybe, and then you die. And that's realistic, and it's intense, but it's not... A satisfying matchup, in my opinion. Uh, in terms of like games that don't rely on weapons, I have to say first, in general, I prefer two D fighters over three D fighters. Same. Um, I don't know why, because like I said, Soul Calibur is one of my favorite games. It's a three D fighter, and, but it's probably the exception, not the rule, to me. Um, and in general, I mean, I played a couple. I played. I. I wasn't a big fan of Street Fighter, which is another thing that, that a lot of people are going to be, what the hell is wrong with you? I would probably have to say I liked the latest Mortal Kombat, which is uh, which it has more uh, which has more to do with the fact that you, they have a very few number of characters in comparison to other Mortal Kombat's, but they have different grooves or different like styles. So you can play the same dude. You can have a matchup between two like Liu Kangs or whatever, and it'll be two different types of Liu Kangs. It's not you trying to spam fireballs or whatever at each other. So, um, in general, that's really what I look at it when I'm looking at a fighting game. Rolando. What was the question? Oh, Christ. God damn it, Rolando. <laughs> Damn it, Rolando. I'm the guy. Okay, the question was, if you were paying attention... No, I wasn't. What, <laughs> what draws you into a fighting game? Like, what attracts you to it? What attracts me to it? Can I talk about a game that isn't a fighting game that I regard Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. No, because when I started my conversation about brawlers, you shot me down really quick. Okay, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but unlike you, I'm not a jerk. So I'm going to really? let you have this one. Take that road. And take that road. I'm going to take that road. The road reused theme from Alpha 3. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Uh, for anybody who's played Project Cross Zone, it's a, three, it's a DS game. Uh, it's, it's a mix between Capcom and... Uh, I think it's just Capcom, right? It's just Capcom Properties. Namco. 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 Now, whatever, whatever. I don't want to talk about the lore or anything, but the, the 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 systems in it, like when you get into a battle and the the ease of juggling and the ease of of hits. Yeah. Just chiming in here. <laughs> it's not a fighting game. That's what. I, it's me, a strategy let game. Me, let me get to the point. It's a strategy game. Let me get to the point. Say that you like juggle games that involve juggling you could have just said you enjoyed a yeah. fighting game yeah it's that simple you don't need but here's 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 the issue i have with that oh, in sorry traditional fighting technical games, difficulties it's the execution uh, that i forgot where i was drives me away I was just, uh, project croc zone so if you look at that, uh, that street fighter we're listening sure you can cross zone are easy uh, to do if you're if you're the aware I think you need a break for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take a minute to yeah. breathe. All right, yeah. Okay. Project Cross Zone. 
Project Crosstone wasn't a fighting game. It was a strategy game that you decided yes. to throw into this conversation yes. because of dr- juggle Juggling. mechanics. And I said that the execution is what I liked about it. It was just one button, and you see cool stuff happens with that one button. I wish more fighting games had that idea of one button to something that uh, like a pro would need a Shoryuken motion to do. You mean like in the Versus series when there's easy mode? Or in King yeah, of Fighters when you can assign special moves and combos to one button? That's not a thing, is it? That is a thing. Which King of Fighters is that? 99. You can assign full combos to a button? When you go to the controller screen, you can assign easy mode. I don't want easy mode, though. I want... But isn't that what you're saying? No, I want light, medium, strong, and one button for a special move. Which is what I'm saying. One button does execute the special moves. Okay. So I guess I had never played King of Fighters 99 then. And yet he's bragging about King of Fighters 96, folks. Oh my God. All right. All right. Forget it. That story doesn't mean anything to me anymore. All right? You just degenerated it to like nothing. Congratulations, Damien. I hope you're happy. Quite. What's what's next? uh, Gamepad versus joystick. Go ahead, sir. Well, you're the one that's going on this whole, oh, I'm not good with joysticks. I'm and not. Then, it's it's horrible. Okay, joysticks. But two minutes ago, you played me on that, talking about, oh, yeah, now you got an excuse. because I'm so Okay, good. so since we're both jaded toward joysticks, let's ask Johnny if he likes joysticks. I, wait, jaded? I don't like joysticks. We're, I said since we're both jaded oh, against okay. joysticks. Okay. Let's get Johnny? another opinion. I'm a pack player all the way. I, 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 right. I can't stand joysticks for you can't I, see this at home, folks, but I'm pumping my fists okay. like I won the World Series. Good. Okay, so let's talk about that. Why do you think joy pads are not joy pads? Joy joy pads, you know, pads. Game pads. Game pads. Joy pads. Does it matter? It does because joy pads. Look, dude, like back mix. in the NES days, it was called a joy pad. It was called a controller. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Tournaments. It's shunned upon to use a gamepad. No, it's not. It is actually. In EVO? No. In most tournaments that aren't mainstream? No. Even in, like, hotel... uh, Pads are permitted. No, no. You're a badass if you use a pad. This isn't, like, speedrun type stuff. No, I'm talking about, like, money matches and hotels and all that. Okay, I've been in a few tournaments in my day. How old were these tournaments? Like, two years ago. No. Well, I couldn't use a pad. It had okay. to be joysticks only. Well, now, like, pads are okay. FYI. All right, well, thanks. Just letting you know. Okay, but, okay, but the, why the hate toward pads? A but lot, there's no hate. With the exception of us three, everybody else I've talked to prefers using a joystick or arcade stick. Arcade Before stick. the nerds get on me to say, it's an arcade nah, stick. Don't insult the fan base. You I'm guys not insulting are not, the fan base. You guys are not nerds. You're... Awesome. Okay, not the nerds, but the zealots. <laughs> the zealots. That are going to say, hey, it's all about the arcade stick. Look, I got mine monochrome with the Tekken logo on it, and I paid ninety nine ninety five, and I re- reserved it on games, what, GameStop or GameSpot, whatever. That, that joystick does look kind of cool, though. Okay, because I know Danny has one. He but... does? Danny, oh, I know you... Danny, I know you're not on the show right now, but yeah, I just blew up your spot. I know you have a couple of game joysticks I gotta see, I gotta that have see themes. I got to see pictures of these. All right. We're losing John here. We're going <laughs> off the tracks. Let's go back. Let, let's go back on track. All right. So I said execution. What, 
How easy is it for you guys to do special moves in fighting games? I mean, normally special moves are easy. It's just more along the lines of combos or feeding like a combo into a special move that's difficult. Uh, that's something that you have to spend like. I mean, it depends on Time the fighting game. You can spend three to four hours trying to figure out just the buttons before you can actually set them all together. Time in the lab, quote-unquote. Um, a lot of times in just learning how to like play a fighting game effectively, you have to dedicate it just as much time as you would like if you go out. If you took up an actual martial art at some, ex- to some extent, it's kind of ridiculous. I've seen people who spend five hours dedicated to that, and I... I do that for some games. Fighting games is not one of those things that I would dedicate it to. Um, Orlando? Uh, I would never spend that much. I I wish I could. I wish I was that good at fighting games. I wish I could st- sit there and like learn the matchups. And that's the problem. that it, it takes so long because you have to learn your character's moves and then you have to learn what counter picks are and all this terminology which fighting games don't teach you in their training modes like you look at the training modes since back when i don't know from now since i want to say the 90s training modes sucked like if these training modes still suck you look you go to street fighter 4's training mode and all they teach you is uh uh how to do the moves they don't tell you why these moves are good for specific situations. They don't tell you uh, the uh, damage. Uh, they do tell you damage. They don't tell you how you should use this combo in a specific way. Like, Shoryukens are mainly for uh, anti-air. You never hear the word anti-air in that entire training mode. And that's a problem for me. And that's going to be a problem for people that are just starting out in fighting games. And that's something that the, F- the FGC fighting game community uh, does very well. Is like, they have this whole community of... of, of Fight, of fighting game enthusiasts that have put up walkthroughs for every fighting game that comes out. But the problem is, where's the, where's the developers going, oh, we need this? They just leave it to the fans. And I, th- I think that's unfair. I don't think that that's necessarily done. But, like, I would say that that's done because sometimes the fans end up coming up with a way of using a move that it wasn't intended for. Mm-hmm. An example would be in Third Strike uh, Aegis Reflector that's supposed to be used to reflect projectiles. And people use it to corner uh, to wall bounce and stuff. And I'm pretty sure the developers didn't think of that in the first place. And it was just somebody who spent that much time using them um, to do that. I agree. So, I agree. Yeah. Um, it, to some extent, if you do add something like that in training mode, you're going to end up limiting how people will think of how to use that character. And for some characters, like say Ryu, who's more balanced, how do you how do you define something that's like a balanced character? Because if you focus on his projectiles, you forget it, that he has he might have a rush move or he might uh, have grappling skills. So it's like it's something that you have to do on your own to really. I mean, that's the thing. They uh, that's what the fighting game community does well is like categorize these guys. So when you hear things like Shotos and uh, grapplers, you go, "What's a Shoto? Oh, it's a guy that throws fireballs, has shuriken's." For anti-air and has hurricane kicks. Like, that's basically what a Shoto is. Uh, and a grappler is, is a guy who grabs you. Zangief. Uh, uh, what's another grappler? Uh, Hakan, right? That's his name? Yeah, from Street Fighter Four. Yeah. Uh, and they have these terms that would otherwise go unnoticed to the layman. And that's where I have issues. Where they don't express these, like, archetypes that are most definitely defined by the community 
and they don't they act like it doesn't exist. Well, listening to you two go back and forth, I'm going to take the opposite end of the spectrum. God damn it. And I'm going to ask, you mentioned community. Yeah. You mentioned all these technical terms. Mm -hmm. That's what's pushed me away from fighting games. It's becoming too technical to the point where it's not inclusive enough. But you say becoming, but it was always technical. Like, you go back to King of Fighters, what, uh, 96... Kyo's whatever what's that move with the with the with the fire? You mean his version of a Shoryuken? Over Shoryuken. That's always been for like people who jump at you. Well, I mean, like you say forever, but '96 was not when like the first fighting games ever came out. There was a point where most of the characters they really didn't have an archetype. There might be like one or two moves that catered to like range or mm -hmm. rushing somebody, but their whole skill set wasn't dedicated to like that one pattern. Yeah, but this was an era where uh, there were 20 million fighting games trying to emulate Street Fighter and trying to emulate anything, and trying to emulate uh, Mortal Kombat even. Like, it, it just makes no sense to me that it's gotten to a point where it this bubble of information is suddenly impenetrable to, like, guys like you. Right. And and right now, what you're saying, that's how I feel. I I can't, folks, I can't even contribute to two-thirds of this part of the conversation because he lost me at a, certain, a couple of technical that things. anti-airs? <laughs> no, no, I got anti-airs because okay. that's what a Shoryuken was for, originally. But when you get into aerial raves, cross-counters, okay. I'm sleeping. <laughs> and that's my problem. Fighting games are getting to the point where they're not inclusive anymore. My... My 15-year-old nephew can't pick up his controller from a game he's never played and have fun if he takes it online. He's got to do it through the computer first. It's sort of like the computer is not even the hard opponent anymore, even on the hardest difficulty. Like, let's take Street Fighter 2, the original Street Fighter 2. We had Bison at the end. He was cheap, even on oh, the you normal... Oh, mean, you, mean, you mean the dictator? We're not going to start this from last week. <laughs> we, I, I talked with Danny about it. That's why I bring it up. We mentioned this last week for anyone who didn't listen to last week's show. Bison, quote-unquote, in America is Vega in Japan. But in tournaments, he's referred to as Dictator. So for the duration of this, I will call him Bison <laughs> All right, yeah. because we're in America. Psycho Crusher, okay. On the default difficulty, Bison was always hard, especially in the arcades if you just played the computer. Was he hard or was he like hella cheap? Same thing, man. If you really think about it, it's fr if it's frustrating, it's hard because you gotta keep putting in quarters. But that's what they were designed to do. Exactly, to make you put in quarters. It's the S N the the wrath of the S N K boss. <laughs> the wrath of the S N K boss. Every S N K boss in a, in either a Fatal Fury, a Samurai Showdown, a King of Fighter, a Last Blade, any Last other Blade. any other games I'm forgetting at this point. Every last boss in an S N K game is. 20 times more difficult than any other person you fought leading up to that point. They but, just ramp up the AI for no reason. Well, yeah, the AI spike. But when you're going up against someone who's a seasoned vet in fighting games, someone like you said who spends hours in the lab, you're going to get crushed. And not saying, you know, the, the gamer like me is just going to like pansy out and not rise to the challenge, but it's not inclusive. If we're talking about building the community up, and building the fighting community, shouldn't we want to include even the quote-unquote noobs? So when you reference training mode not 
having these technical aspects. Mm-hmm. Dude, if I'm renting a game or if I'm buying a game or borrowing a game from someone and the first five minutes I'm seeing all this technical jargon, I'm not going to want to play that. I'm not saying that they should give you the technical jargon like off the bat. I'm just saying, okay, let's say this is my mode of a training. of tra- This is my version of a training mode. I pick Ryu in training mode. I, the, the the electronic voice says, do a Hadouken, Hadouken. This is how you do it. You do the Hadouken. All right. Hadoukens are for five points. This is for uh, to get space on your enemy. This is so that when they jump in, you can throw one out and it'll hit them. It also uh, counts as block stun, and they explain to you what block stun is. I don't yeah, know what Blockstone is. Rolando has just explained Street Fighter PowerPoint Edition. That's exactly. <laughs> that, that's exactly I mean, of course, you want it to be visual that. more than anything. But I'm saying it's it's too bare bones. That's too bare bones? Too, throw a Hadouken. That's too bare bones for me. For me. For you. For me. But remember, you're coming from the aspect of a man who's played fighting games But I'm not that good at them. So wait, you're talking all of this technical jargon. I just, it was just like osmosis. And you're not even good at them. Yeah, it's just osmosis. So what do you think someone like me is going to do? It's going to help you to understand these, what you're doing. All right, here's the thing. Suppose we were playing right now, and I had Ryu, and I kept doing shoryukens on you. What would you do? I'd stop jumping in on you because I'm tired of getting up and cut it out of the sky. Okay, that's the smart person's... uh, uh, answer but what if what if the somebody is doing that and and you can't expect the player to like jigger out a, a, a an answer to that see what i'm saying you can't expect the player to like uh uh critical think their way through somebody throwing shoryukens 24 7 which i get but at the same time does that make the game less fun to play it, it makes it less fun because one, the guy then throwing out shoryukens, the guy throwing shoryukens is not learning anything new, and the guy getting beat down by the shoryukens, he's getting beat down by one move, so it becomes fun for no one. So you're essentially saying if you don't know how to use common sense in a fighting game, common sense, you shouldn't play it. I don't know. It is kind of common sense. If you jump up like thirty times and you're getting swatted out of the air, you should probably stop jumping. Okay. Suppose you take it one step further. You start blocking shoryukens. Now he starts grabbing you. The game does not tell you grabs are uh, uh, unblockable. How do you get away from grabs? Because there's a point where in a Street Fighter game, if you're close to a person as they're waking up, you can just grab them forever. Even if you try and jump, you can grab them forever. So what I'm saying is, where's the information of, oh, by the way, you have uh, you have a... Uh, Invincibility frames when you get up. Okay, see, what what I'm getting from, from this conversation, it's sort of like we're saying similar aspects from two opposing viewpoints. You want a tutorial on the technical aspects of the game, and now you're into frame rates? Now you're into chain, like chaining infinite throws? Right now, as a new gamer, I want no part of this. <laughs> you so just want to throw sure you can sell. No, not that. But you want to ease a person into it. And yes, I've seen it in fighting games where the, the tutorial mode does build you up. Besides just throwing a Shoryuken. It's perform X. Do Y. That's okay. But you're wanting to jump right out of the box 
from doing aerial rave into a 10-hit combo. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they just need to give you the information of why Shoryuken's important. That's it. That's all I want. It's important because it's effective. It's I don't effective. need the technical aspects of it at I, all. Some people do. I'm just, like I'm listening to Rolando, and I'm I'm I think I'm actually even more confused about my my what what's your argument? Like I get like you're saying like explain like uh, like invincibility and frame rates, but it's like that's that's kind of like the added effect of whatever. You're talking about, like, what do you do when, like, for a person that grabs? You punch. You're talking about, like, you have... No, but that's not an answer to a grab. Like, it, it is if you have, a, like, a character that hits faster. Yeah, it's but how like, would you know that? You play all the different characters to learn who you want to I don't use. think a noob would just go in there and be like, I'm going to pick every character just to see how they punch. I would ask, why the hell not? Just to see how they punch? In a fighting game, I mean? yes. Yes, if it, in a fighting game, I would pick every character just to see how they punch. In a fighting game, I would see the range of a kick. I'd see who's fast, who's slow. Who has, a, pretty much, who has a style that I would enjoy playing? Because that's the whole point of getting into a fighting game. Yeah, but we're talking about casual players. Like, a casual player is going to go in there and be like, oh, this green skin looking dude with the orange hair looks cool. I want to pick him. And that's exactly what I did the first time I ever played Street Fighter Two in the arcades. Is I picked Blanca because... Did you really? I just guessed. I swear to everything I know, I picked Blanca because he looked cool and he shot out electricity. So I cheesed that electricity thinking it was an invincible move until the person I was playing literally laughed at me, did a Chun-Li heel stomp, and whooped my behind. And then you found out he was a charge character and you never played him again. See, exactly. Right there. I When I was younger, I didn't know what the hell a charge character was. Hold back two seconds, then forward and punch. Get out of here with that nonsense. The hell is that nonsense? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's almost as if you're trying to jump ten steps ahead of the common gamer. But you yourself says you're nowhere near the level of these tournament guys, but you're talking as if you're a tournament guy. I'm talking as if I know the terminology, which okay. I do. But that doesn't mean I'm good at the game. But then you can't poo-poo us for not knowing. I'm it. not saying that your 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 side is bad. I'm just saying I want more information. No, what it sounds like what you're saying is to hell with all you noobs. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. No, that may not be what you're saying. That's, that's what, what it sounds, what it sounds like? like. Okay, so I apologize. That's not what I want. That's not what I want to get across. What I want to get across is once you get to that level of okay, I like this game and I feel like I want to. I want more time with it. That's when you should. Uh, get more information other than I have to go to the site to find out the information. Well, that's the thing. It's like not everybody has that access where they can immediately go and find out what an aerial rave is. And I know I've mentioned that twice or three that's times already. Problem. But no, that is the problem. It is. I'm glad we agree. No, is this how we get to the agreement <laughs> portion of the argument? That's it's almost as if we're both yelling at the top of our lungs to get our point across. <laughs> And it turns out we want to get to the same point. All right. I'm glad this is the situation now. What's your point? Please continue. No, the point here is, is that, yes, everybody wants to learn a fighting game's mechanics because that's the fun part. When you master a combo, when you do an achievement, that's great because that's why you play games in the first place. But where you sort of veer off is you're on this whole, like, t- and again, I'm going to say what you sound like. 
To heck with all you people just picking up the controller for the first time. Catch up. I know you're not saying, that's not what you want to convey. But I'm just saying, you can't expect a person who just put the controller in for the first time to know how to do a five-hit hurricane kick combo. You can't. It took me literally six months the first time I ever played Street Fighter to do a Dragon Punch or Shoryuken in the arcades. It wasn't until I learned on a gamepad thanks to Game Pro Magazine. Game Pro Magazine. On the Super Nintendo because I got tired of my boys beating the crap out of me in Street Fighter. And I learned how to do a Dragon Punch. Okay. It took me six months. And I was 14, 13 at the time, so I had all the time in the world. But now, let's say a person like me or a person like all of us here, we have jobs. You think we got five hours to give in, 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 in training mode? Wish I did. But we don't. We don't. That's why it's not fun anymore. It's not fun because we don't have the time? It's not fun because it doesn't allow some people, a section of the population, to enjoy the game and immerse themselves. When I play a game, I don't want to spend ten hours learning the mechanics of it anymore. You want to go in raw. Is what you're saying. I'm sorry? You want to go in, look, pick your cool character, go, hey, hold on, press start, look at the move list for a second, and then go. Actually, that's actually what I do for Dead or Alive series. Okay. I pick Ray Hayabusa. Oh, of course. And I'm like, all right, or, or, before I even play the game, I'm going to open up the instruction book like an idiot. Oh, instruction booklets. When they had instruction booklets. Remember those? Yeah. Learn the basic move set. And yes, I'll spend 20 minutes learning a basic combo here and there. Mm-hmm. But I'm not spending five hours in the lab. And I and I know what you're getting with this whole, like, these sites that show you all these different mechanics. Like Capcom, I know, does that. Certain certain YouTube shows do that. I ain't got time for that. And that's oh. sort of that the problem I have. That nobody has time for that. Why is that? In some peripheral thing. Why is that not in the game? Because it's not being made for us. It's not being made for us anymore. But why not? Am I a designer? Am I a developer? Are you one? We should have Seth Killian in here. Seth Killian is producer. Because Seth Killian gets paid to do that. If I got paid to play games all day, I'd probably have a different answer or response. But right now, we're just talking about plug and play. Okay. And training modes. We haven't even gotten to the actual game. <laughs> We're still on training mode. <laughs> All right, let's you move. haven't gotten past training mode. Let's move on then. Let's move on. What's next for after training mode? What? Uh, we're going to take a quick break here for a second. So we'll see you guys in a bit. And we're back from our little hiatus of, for you guys, seconds for us. It was a while. And in that while, I've learned a lot of things about my two friends over here. So do you want to kind of start with what I learned there, Johnny? Okay. I mean, first of all, Rolando, you should have probably made the comment about what it is exactly we were talking about. You mean... we learned quite a bit about you from last week. You mean right. Pokemon? No, we're talking about last week here for a split oh, second. Oh, last week? Yeah. What happened last week? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what happened last week. Maybe we shouldn't reference last week. How about I remind you, because you want to front like it never happened, when Rolando's um, likes and dislikes of certain female Persona characters 
foot over a new light that we saw Rolando in. So what Rolando is trying to do right now is be funny in terms of what Johnny said off air when we got into a spirited conversation about the correlation between fighting games and Pokemon and whether or not Pokemon is a fighting game that just happens to have RPG elements to it. So Johnny, if you will. Okay, so the very basics that we talked about even before we went on break was the whole idea of archetypes in fighting games. Uh, for people who don't know necessarily, the charge characters, the ones that you have to kind of hold back on the controller in certain patterns in order to throw projectiles. There are people that rush in, so they're more speed-based. There are actually people faster than that, but so on and so on. Uh, I compared it to Pokemon in the context that a lot of times most of these archetypes actually clash with one another at least in one shape or form. Uh, an example is grapplers beating out rush characters and so on and so forth. Uh, in the case of Orlando with his whole training concept and uh, like making a more integrated system that explains everything, you would have to take into account all the different types of uh, fighting characters and what archetype they fall under. And even if some characters are in the same archetype, like, say, Zangief and Axel, who both rely on grapples to some extent, Zangief's version of a grapple and Axel's version of a grapple are going to be two very different things. So they might beat out a character, in the, in a, beat out the same character, but in different ways. And as a result, they have two different ways of being countered. Um, Rolando took exception to this quite a bit. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure he was about to start a fire somewhere in the room. Uh, he was about to flip the table over. Let's just put it like that. Um, but yeah, apparently after explaining a second time, Orlando's a little more lenient to the idea. I'm pretty sure he still has something to complain about, but uh, we can wait to see what he's going to say about it. So yeah, I see Rolando smoldering there like a volcano. So it's apparent to me that he really has got something to say. I have nothing to say to this. I, I'm sure you do. And for the folks at home listening, he doesn't really like Pokemon. And I think we've upset his feelings about fighting games and revelations of Pokemon. Pokemon's not a real RPG. Pokemon's not a real fighting game. I said it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first. He claims that it's not a fighting game or an RPG. We may agree with that to a point. It's neither... But it's both. Because what? it's this neither. Inception what but it's both. <laughs> Think about it. On its own, it's not a fighting game. On its own, it's not an RPG. But it's also a bit of a puzzler. It has puzzle aspects. It has fighting game aspects. It has RPG aspects. Pokemon is all genres. All what? Genres. 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 Okay. That's what I said. Uh, you mumbled, so I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> So essentially, Rolando wants to poo-poo the fact that Pokemon be can be correlated to a fighting game. Where Johnny is saying that it encompasses like the rock, paper, scissors type of battle system. You, you know what? You know what I just realized? I think I know why I don't see the rock, paper, scissors aspect of it a lot. It's because in those games, uh, I usually was like, oh, if I can't beat you, I'll just level up until I get strong enough to hit you in one, to kill you in one hit. So the rock, paper, scissors aspect only came in when I had, like, Charizard. And I knew, oh, he's strong against whatever Charizard is strong against. Grass. Other than that, that's all I knew. Like, if you want, if I wanted to beat a trainer, just level up until you can kill him. That sounds like an RPG to me. 
And it sounds a little like a fighting game to me. Go away. I don't want to. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It sounds like it's part fighting game, part RPG. Concede. All right. Fine. Fine. I bow down to your Pokemon-ness. What? That's not what we want you to concede. What do you want me to say? That it does have RPG and fighting game elements to it. All right, sure. I mean, if you want to say it like that. Say the exact term, please. Pokemon. Folk. I can't. I can't do it. Okay, your your fake Poke- vomit <laughs> noises are disturbing. Pokemon is... It's not a fighting game, though. It's not even... Rolando! I'll meet you halfway. It's an RPG. I'll meet you halfway. I can see it as an RPG. Because you level up. Because you level up. But what are the Pokemon doing? They're killing each other. No, they're fainting each other. But what exactly is happening? <laughs> fainting each other, yeah. What exactly is happening? You're playing rock, paper, scissors with Pokemon. And how are they doing that? Is there a move called Headbutt? Stop. Stop. All right. All right. All right. Say it! I'm humble. Yes, it is It is fighting. Oh, yeah! We champions and this is a man this is a man who was giving me shit about hyping up my barcade story by the way this is way better than your barcade story because it has nothing to do with us playing this is about concept (laughs) my philosophy has been shaken congratulations okay but like saying going back to street fighter or whatever um do you see that do you think like archetypes are that important like you played fighting games way more than i have have you seen, like, consistently, like, Zangief or Ryu or Kami beat out a certain type of character? Uh, there are, like, matchups that are uh, good for certain characters. Like, they, they say Ryu and Dalzim, Dalzim, no, Dalzim wins 9 to 1, which basically means in 10 rounds, Dalzim is going to win 9 times out of, all, all, nine times out of 10. Uh, and simply because of his moveset and his... You know, the dude's got stretchy arms. Ryu can't do anything about that. Uh, so yeah, there are there are situations where one character is better than the other, and that's basically like a a semi tier list. Uh. It is. It's a, like in mechanical tier list. If uh, Dalzim can beat out Ryu nine to ten, nine 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 to one. You mean nine times out of ten? Nine to one. That's how they say it. Okay. So we're we're doing this this tiers thing. But we don't. We don't have to. It's already been done. Okay, I don't want to go through this tears thing. It's not because a- that's when you lose casual Damien. Actually, folks, I think I just came up with my own nickname. Casual Damien. Casual Damien. All right. How about I put it this way? Dalzim has stretchy limbs, limbs, and when he does his down limb thing, he can go under a Dukin, and that's why he wins. So you much. mean his slide move? No, like literal down heavy. Oh, his down fierce. Yeah. I, no, his standing fierce. No. Uh, no, one has, of those two. Uh, a down fierce where he just throws a punch straight across yeah, the that one. screen. Mm. That move alone is basically why he's better at like killing Ryu than anybody else. Okay. Well, going back to an earlier thing about Shoto's and things of that nature, mm-hmm. I learned, after I took <clears throat> my butt with Blanca, I learned how to use Ken. Wait, did we say that on or off the record where you picked Blanca? Well, I believe we said it on the air, okay. but if anyone wasn't listening or we didn't say it on the air, long story short, I learned how to play Street Fighter in the arcades for the first time using Blanca. I thought he looked cool. He was green and orange, and he had electricity. 
Oh, one arm? Oh, no. That's for, our, what's the arcade? Uh, Just jab the button. Jab. Jab button. Constantly. <laughs> Thought it was like, oh, it was invincible. So someone used the Chun-Li foot stomp. Whoop my ass. After that, decided to use Ryu. And I had a little winning streak in the arcades. Yeah. First time I started using Ryu. And I was and I even remember I documented this in my seventh grade journal. That's how old I am, folks. Wow. I had a journal in Do seventh grade. You still have this journal? Oh. That'd be awesome if you had that journal though. What am I? Like ten? That'd be cool. No. Seventh grade Damien had a journal and he put in his journal his highlight of the day was when he <laughs> went to the arcade and beat ten people in a row yeah. using three moves using Ryu. It was a Hadouken, it was a jab punch, and it was the foot sweep. That was it. Didn't even know how to throw a Shoyuken at that point. Nice. So, yeah. Bunch of fucking scrubs. I was in seventh grade. <laughs> what do you expect? have to throw that out there. Yeah, all right. This is a family show. Remember that. Oh, it is? What? I don't know. I've said so many expletives so many times. You did? Why didn't you tell me? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's more of an adult family. I don't know. Adult family. Anywho. You adult families out there. <laughs> so, going back to mechanics and going back to... What makes games? What makes fighting games fun? And I'm struggling to find a, a reason why they're fun. Why they're fun anymore? Like arcade mode, fine. That's uh, one thing to, to to get the to see that character ending. Cool. What I do like now mm-hmm. is taking out of the the Mortal Kombat playbook, or I guess Mortal Kombat story mode, or did or did that come out with Guilty Gear first? Nope, Mortal Kombat. Mortal okay. Kombat was the Versus first. Versus DC Universe that had a story mode, yes? Uh, no, it was uh, 9. Mortal but Kombat 9. Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe had a story mode, yeah, but it but came it out long before 9. It was great. It, it was a story mode regardless. Oh, okay, you mean like story mode. Oh, yeah, it had a story mode. See, I like that. I I liked when I played... Um, oh, my God. What is Joker. that thing called? No, 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 no. Off another, another, another game. Uh, Smash Brothers. Thank you. Brawl. Subspace Emissary Mode. I've gone on record numerous times and told people that's what brought me into the game. Hmm. Because I didn't want to play online and these tiers that people talk about. And all these little... What's the word I'm looking for? Zealots. That don't make the game fun anymore. So maybe that is developer's way of including the casual fan. On a side note, have you bought uh, Smash, the, the latest one? Well, I've, I've borrowed it. Uh, on the DS version. Who did you play as? My me. Okay. I, I was expecting you to say like Little Mac or something. No. I, I had my I had a me and I had it as the martial artist. I can see that. Have you played it, John? No, I haven't played it yet, actually. I have no idea why I didn't even jump into it because <laughs> I played all the other ones for like 40 hours each at least. Captain Falcon all day. Falcon Punch. Falcon Punch. Falcon Kick. <laughs> Show Falcon me your moves. Kick. Show me your moves. I can't lie. I spam that phrase <laughs> for for a long time, even in prior relationships. Wow. Okay. I wow. I had spammed that <laughs> phrase to one of my exes, and I got her saying, Falcon Kick, oh Falcon Punch, Release the Bogus for all you Release Punch Out fans. Bogus. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Brawl. That the the subspace emissary is what brought me into the game, and to be quite honest with you, I want more fighting games to have story modes, branching arcs, secret arcs. Yep, I love that. I don't like Tekken's stupid, uh, uh, what's that story mode? It's not even a story mode. It's like a 
like a side thing. I think I saw it in Tekken three the first time I saw it was the stupid like brawler where you move from left to right. I forgot what it was called. I have no uh, idea what you're talking about. Oh, that's right, you never played Tekken. I've never played Tekken. Yeah, I didn't like that mode at all. Because it wasn't a story. It was basically just a, a mode that that had the lore and not an individual story. So wait, was it something similar to Mortal Kombat, um, the side-scroller games of Mortal Kombat that they had? Something like that. Shaolin oh, like, Monks. Uh, Shaolin Monks and uh, the Sub-Zero one. What's the name of the... Uh... Doesn't matter. Yeah, that one. Yeah, special was, Forces? Special Forces. Oh, it was kind of like that, yeah. Or was it like MK Armageddon where in the game you had that one player mode? Oh, that one was, was, was and that received that, that received a lot of acclaim. Yeah. Because it was very diverse. Mm-hmm. And you had all these random characters who may not have been in the main campaign. Were great, yep. That were in the game. this Tekken mode is nothing like that. Okay. But if you want to get casual Damien back in a fighting game... You put in a Shaolin Monks level? Not a Shaolin Monks level, but you put a one player story mode. Okay. A story mode that isn't all about fighting. That it's a different... No, no, it could be about fight. It could okay. be side-scrolling. It could be about fighting. Okay. It could even be... Like, I played Injustice on the PS Vita, which is, was the only game I actually bought for my PS Vita. By the way, PS Vita needs better games. I know. More that, actual games. Well, the PS Vita needs actual games. Yeah. Right? But I wound up playing that mode and loved it. And that's why I played it. I didn't play it online. I didn't play it with my buddies. I didn't play it with my friends. I play the story mode. Why? Because I got to use every single character. Mm-hmm. You learn combinations and how to use the ins and outs of certain characters. And then you can take that into the actual fighting game realm. So maybe, just maybe, story mode can focus and be like a training mode, Rolando. A type of training mode Psychical. that doesn't take away from you guys who want to like dominate the minute we You're open the You're making it box. sound like I'm in a different camp. I'm all for but do you get what I'm saying? Inclusivity, yeah. I get what you're saying. It's like my way of leveling up to the game. But it's keeping me interested. Because I'm unlocking characters. I'm unlocking little trinkets like in Brawl does or the Smash Brothers does. Mm-hmm. That's going to keep someone like me playing. RPG elements is what keeps you playing. Is it an RPG element? Yeah, so really level up your insane. little character when you're... Yeah, or you know? I don't think it's really like he's saying RPG elements. I think he's just saying content outside of um, fighting people. Outside of fighting people, something that that contributes to say like the like I don't even know how I could describe it. Like I would say like maybe Guilty Gear has the story mode, like you said, like it has actual like information about what's going on. But then say Soul Calibur, mm-hmm. there's technically a story mode. There's content in regards to that. But it does. It's not really like. It's not really all the characters integrated together. But which Soul Calibur are we talking? Uh, I would say, starting with maybe two or three. Two or three. Okay. I would say for certain three, but I I haven't played too long enough to remember if that had like story mode in okay. that context. Because I know one of them had like that RTS game built in. Uh, I forgot the, which one it was. I think it was third three. I want to say it was three. Maybe not. The one with the created character? Created character, yeah. Yeah, that would be three. three. Is that the same one with the, the, the console exclusives? Heihachi and what's it called? And Spawn? Let's uh, talk about Spawn oh for a God, second. Oh, no. Friggin' Link. What? Yeah, that, like, that was just three th- errors that they made of 
So we had Spawn, who was pretty much Spawn. like an arbiter of hell. Yep. Uh, and we don't even know which version of Spawn it is, because trust me, there's enough Spawns that would have made con- a contextual sense that didn't happen. Hihachi, who somehow developed time travel with his company. But he's and... got the God Fist. It's the coolest name. And then Link, who's from another dimension. So that made absolutely no, like, no goddamn mm-hmm. sense at all. I find it weird that uh, for that game they have two. They have the PlayStation mascot, they have the Nintendo mascot, and they have Spawn. Like they, there was no Xbox mascot at all. I don't think that they would have been able. Like who was like the mascot for Xbox? Master Chief. Like? No, not even. At that time, they didn't have a mascot at that time. So that's probably yeah. why they threw Spawn. They choose friggin' they Spawn. Was black and green. Yeah. There you go. So I mean. I'm not gonna lie. I had the one with Link. Yeah. Before, yeah. I, I never. Was a big, not at that age, I was a big Nintendo fanboy. Ah. Uh, kind of died with age. I had Heihachi. I don't know how it's pronounced. I. Because in Soul Calibur they say Heihachi, and in Tekken they say Heihachi. So to each their own, I guess. They're probably both wrong. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably both wrong. Yeah. Uh. All right. So we talked about Soul Calibur. You want to chime in on any Soul Calibur talk? No, Damon says no. Damon hates Soul Calibur. Uh, so what's up next? I feel like we should be talking about a game that's not fighting, but is... Oh, that's right. Wait, before we see... You couldn't wait for me when I told you hold on and keep it moving? In terms of... I overheard the conversation. Sorry, guys, I stepped away really quick. You know, emergency situation. mentioned, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Next time I'll tell you guys when I'm leaving the microphone. Um... I had the PlayStation version, so I was stuck with Heiachi, Hayachi, whatever way you want to call it. I wish I had the GameCube version. What? Link was awesome. Yeah. He looked like the only one that belonged there. <laughs> Spawn. Really? Yes, I know with Nightmare we have a demonic aspect to the game, but it was all an attempt to make these exclusive console characters. And I'm sorry, Link belonged in Soul Calibur. Hayachi's deflecting weapons with his with his gauntlets? Bracers. Give me a break. Get out of here with that. Spawn with his mystical hell power. With his axe. Which pretty much <laughs> meant that they copied... Who was it? I think they copied most of Astaroth's moves yeah. for Spawn. Yep. So that was... I think they have the same body type. I think they have the same model. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, it got worse as time went on because then they had Yoda and Darth Vader. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I gotta admit. I can't front. Playing as Darth Vader was freaking amazing. I gotta agree. I had the one with Yoda. Yeah, the better one because his freaking height well, none of, like, half of the moves didn't affect well, him. Well, you see, the thing, though, is that I thought Starkiller was a better character than Yoda. Definitely. Uh, Starkiller was amazing. I like all those characters that are fast with their attacks. Speed is always what I go with in fighting games. Which normally means I get my ass kicked in like three to four hits, but that's the trade-off. The was it the glass? What do they call it? The glass, glass cannon. Glass cannon. Uh, Can we talk about Maxi for a second? Who? Maxi. You mean Elvis? Have they ever explained that hair, dude? You mean Fay Long Elvis? That never happens like again, right? Like what? that's the only. That's only. Or you color. mean when he's at doing his taunt, he flips his hair like a Pantene commercial? Friggin'. Trust, trust me. I hated Maxi so goddamn. Really? Much. I hated him. I thought he was a very bad character. 
He was fast, but he sacrificed too much range, in my opinion. They should have kept Lee Long. If you played the original Soul Blade, Lee Long was the the predecessor. You know what's weird? I was listening, I was listening to the Soul Blade intro the other day. That intro still is amazing. Wait, it you're holds talking up. about the game loading intro? Or no, the... like intro, intro, the the Sophia coming out of the thing intro, the two shine. You don't remember? No. I wow, you guys need to friend. need some fun in your life with I'm that old. song. Fun. That I'm song is. I'm graying. I have a right to have less grace <laughs> than I had like five years ago. So if you're it's... still remembering that, kudos to you because. Man. But you know what he referenced, folks? He referenced so No, not even. You wanna, you, he the re- only reason I reference it is because they changed uh, uh, that intro for America. They and like, why did they do that, Rolando? Listen, that's the only reason I remember because I hear people say that they changed the intro so many times. Why, Rolando? It's the only thing I remember from that. I was twelve, not even. I was like eight at the time. It could have been worse. Based off of last week, we could have assumed that Ivy would have been his favorite. Jiggle mechanics. I, listen, I'm all for like whatever that thing is that she what has on her chest. Talking about? Whatever you know, uh, whatever the thing that's on her chest. Or whatever you mean yeah. her chest in general. Whatever fetish goes on with. with... He said the effort. All right, I said it. Congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> we got him to say fetish. Yeah, I mean she's a walking fetish though. She's got the whip. She's got barely anything on, and her breast size keeps growing every every iteration. Like she's basically. She's a dominatrix. She's basically the dominatrix of the group. Right. And, and her dad's like a zombie vampire pirate. Yeah. When you say it like that, it sounds cool, but in the game, it's it's stupid. But Cervantes is cool, though. I'll, I'll give that to you. Wasn't he like the last he, boss? He, he was, was the, the last boss, boss in the first game. In the first Soul game. Blade. And then after Siegfried killed him, he became a new boss. And I don't know how Cervantes survived. Well, because he was dead. <laughs> He wasn't dead then in the first game. The sword kept him alive, if I okay. remember correctly. And then he lost the sword, so why the hell is he still alive? Hmm. Yep. You know what? I have a weird... What do you guys think about uh, the endings of, of fighting games where everybody has their own separate ending? That isn't but, canon? Yeah, but it only becomes canon when the next game comes out and people tell, and the story is like, this is what actually happened. How do you feel about the endings of a fighting game? I mean, I didn't mind. The first time I played Soul Calibur and Maxie died, I was completely down with that. He died? In one of the games, if you beat the uh, beat the game with him, he died from like the injuries he took from Askarov. Good for him. Thank God. <laughs> bring back Lee Long! Oh, God. Hashtag bring back Lee Long! <laughs> but yeah. no, if we're going to talk about character endings... I think it was good for, let's say, Street Fighter, because it gave you a reason to play with every character. But now, you're only doing it to unlock other things. Like a condition will say, beat the game with every character, and then you unlock, like, let's say, Street Fighter 3. You unlock Gil by beating it with every single character. Fuck that, man. Just give me a cheat code. I'll get Gil out. I'll pay the 99 cents for Gil. It's okay. Actually, there was a sale like a few days ago that I bought Street Fighter, and it came with like a Gil Unlock code. <laughs> so that's the thing. Well, la di di da for you, but just, but in terms of endings, again, if there's something to do it to 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 get the ending for every character, I'm okay with that, even if it's not canon. Mm-hmm. 
I felt like Guilty Gear had probably one of the best endings and in, in general storylines in terms of that because more often than not, the endings and the storylines were integrated with one another. There was some points in the in the mm-hmm. games where you know they end up beating one another and that person's ending occurred, but that wasn't necessarily the end of the whole story. So like and that makes more sense to me than say uh, Ryu wins, then X Y and Z happens, Axel wins. And then Ryu kicks at Axel's ass at the end of his game anyway. Can I ask you a question? Who's Axel? Oh, you mean Axel Ab- Rose? You mean, mean Abo? Abel or whatever his name is? Street is Fighter he... 4? Yeah. No, not the guy with jujitsu. Um, what do you call him? A- Alex? Alex, there we go. Okay. Oh, I thought we were skipping... Yeah, when I, you said Axel, I thought you were going back to Guilty Gear. Yeah, no, no. for all this time I thought you were talking about Guilty Gear. <laughs> My bad. Okay, cool. Man, that was a relief off my mind. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, am I that one? He's talking about Axel Lowe, okay? <laughs> no one uses him. All I know is he goes, woohoo, every time he, oh he, he does a move. All right, we're glad to clear that up. <laughs> but, okay, how many of you out there really played Street Fighter 2 to see Dalsim's ending? Nobody wants to use Dalsim. Let's be real here. What, do a yoga teleport once, twice? Do a fire. Do a fireball? Do a flick. Okay, the only reason I knew about yoga was from Dalsim. <laughs> I do yoga now. Can we talk about how that's not really yoga? How there's like this stereotype of dude, every Street Fighter character. No, the, st- well, the stereotype too, the countries of origin, yeah, sure, I'll of- give you that. But, you know, yeah. some yogis might argue with you. and Yeah, that that's yoga? That it's put, They could potentially do stuff like that. Where it feels like you're so weightless that you almost teleport. I've actually read things on this. Yeah, I... Okay, I've just read the fireball thing. That that um, <laughs> yeah, just put some gasoline in your mouth. I was gonna say maybe they did that. <laughs> maybe just like a like a carnival performer. <laughs> but no, I think fighting game endings are cool. I like seeing a boss get theirs. But there's just some. Let's be honest here. There are some characters that are just too overpowered, and some that are just too underpowered. And they try to balance out the mechanics with every re-release of Street Fighter Four. Um, but is it going to turn casual naming off? Probably. But the completionist out there is going to say, I'm going to beat that game with every single character mm-hmm. because I have to. Me, no, I'm good. Like like we said earlier, give me one or two characters that I really like and I'll play with them, like really like use them. But if I'm just playing standardized arcade mode and I just want to get through it just to see if I can get through it, that's fine. I did it with Alpha 3. I beat an Alpha 3 with every character, but did I want to use them? Nah, not really. I think Alpha has the best Ken ever, the look of him. I like the longer hair and the bushy eyebrows. Or as it's been called, the anime. anime. Yeah, the anime version of Street Fighter. I want that. I want that back. Well, then you can draw for Capcom, and then you can bring it back. Yeah, Udon. Who's going to give me a job making comics? They make awesome comics. Yeah, their art style is... I bought a lot of comics just because I love that art style. Now we're going to segue into comics, which honestly, next week, folks, if you're listening, we will have a comics-oriented podcast next week. We're going to have a special guest. Um, It's not going to be a traditional Marvel versus DC kind of thing because we're all... We all like comics in certain ways. Um, I'm more of the... I like to stick to source material versus the movies, so I'm like the traditionalist, as it seems I'm becoming on the show, is the traditionalist. But we're going to have a special guest next week. Um, 
we're not wrapping up yet. We're almost there. We got to get out of here soon, guys. But let's try to end on final moments about this topic. Like, what are you going to take from all this? Beside the fact that Rolando oh, here we go. conceded the Pokemon thing. Beside the fact that I fought him for literally a half an hour off the air. It's a good fight, though. Regarding his stance on the training mode, which me. he left out a very interesting point, which you're going to have to tune in next week so he can tell you. I was going to make a joke about better than Pacquiao and Mayweather. That's a different podcast, man. Sorry. Okay. So let me, let's do roundtable as a final way of ending this on a high note. Favorite series. Ooh. Favorite character. Oh, no. Underrated series. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Overrated series. Oh, wait. Favorite series, mm-hmm. character, overrated, underrated? Yes. All right. So whoever wants to start. Do you already have some on you? Not in chronicle order, no. Shoot them out. Sure. I still have to think about mine. Okay. So, not to say I'm going to stick to my archetype, because that's the big buzzword of today. Archetype. Is it archetype or archetype? archetype. Yeah, it's- it it's archetype. Matter. It doesn't matter. Arguing about this the matter. whole time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and I'm a guy who's into linguistics, so if I'm saying <laughs> it wrong, please, I understand. If you want to lay me a new one, I get it. Correct me. I'm okay with that. You see, you control me, and I don't care as long as I get the word right. But if I'm gonna say underrated, undervalued, I'm gonna stick with my KOF series, the King of Fighter series, or anything from SNK. That started in the 90s. Mm. The first, fa- the second Fatal Fury game, I think, was the best Fatal Fury game. Did that have Terry in it? It's a Fatal Fury game. When did Terry come into the to the mix? One! Oh, okay. Are you talking was about Rock in, Howard? Was he in Mark, uh, Garo? Mark of the Wolves? I, you, you lost me at Garo, dude. When it started going into Sega Saturn. The last Fatal Fury game I bought was for Sega Saturn, and it was an import. I think it was real about special two or Who's something. Who's in Fatal Fury? You play as Terry, Andy, and Joe. Oh, okay. Oh, fucking Joe. Joe's so cool. <laughs> but that, but anything SNK oriented, I will always stick to because that that's my thing. Mm. Uh, I, I I like King of Fighters, despite Rolando's braggart style <laughs> earlier. I love. I started with King of Fighters '98. First person I ever used, Clark Steele. Why? Think about the name, Clark Steele. I'm gonna leave it at that with that part. Yeah. But he was a grappler, and he talked trash when he threw you. He threw thumbs up at the screen, and then he had chain a chain throw. I didn't know what a chain throw was. As Rolando is showing me, <laughs> he's pantomiming how to do a chain throw. Okay, I've never played Tekken, so I know King has these kinds yeah, that, of chain throws. Yeah, he does. I didn't know about that. First person I used, Clark Steele. Whoop Terry Bogard's butt. Then I saw this guy named Kyo. Kyo, Kyo. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's cool. Guy has fist of, of fire. That's all right. And then he had this, this. do we call him androgynous? Yeah. Benny Morrow with his belly shirts. Yeah. And his spiky hair and his Have they jeans. ever said that if he was like. No, like, he, he's just, he's, he's like just an idol. Dude. No, he's just an idol. Oh, okay. You know, that's his that's thing. That's why. Girls like the Bishoman. He's like a. He's a Bishoman. What? I don't know what that is. Isn't that, isn't that the term for like a pretty boy? Bishonen? Oh, okay. See, thank you. I want people to <laughs> tell me the proper term. I don't want to insult anyone who knows these things. But yeah, King of Fires has a, a special place in my heart. Fatal Fury does. Samurai Showdown because it was the first foray, like I said earlier, into weapons-based combat. Mm-hmm. So SNK, I love you. 
I'll, I'll ride or die for SNK. I know you you lost the war against Capcom. Please come back. <laughs> give me something. Don't give me like the KOF movie that I had to oh, drag myself. God. I didn't pay for it, but I saw it on Netflix because my cousin Tyrone, Tyrone, love you, <laughs> told me why. His exact words to me in the text message were King of Fighters. Why? Jesus. So that's my favorite. If we're talking favorite character, if we're talking just overall, mm-hmm. Mr. Big, which I referenced last yeah, week from KOF. Why? He's a pimp who fought with Tonfa sticks in a mink coat. And if you listen to his 96 theme, Dustman, it's on my iPod. It's on my <laughs> playlist. I work out to yeah. it because it pumps me up to go out at night. Do you know what I mean? dumbbell lifts before. Well, I don't use it to lift weights. That's more Geese Howard. Ah, okay. Geese Howard, <laughs> great villain. We'll get to that another day. Overrated. Okay. We didn't even touch on this one. Blas Blue. Uh, okay. Go away. <laughs> I'd rather play the Persona fighting game than play Blas Blue. It's like they took Darkstalkers and Guilty Gear, gave it some Red Bull. Have fun, guys. No, I played it for five minutes. And what do I say, guys? What do I normally say when I'm bored of a game within oh, five, ten God. minutes? I'm done. I'm done. That's it. I'm over it. Overrated. Convince me otherwise. Okay? Underrated. Oh, what else is missing? Underrated? Underrated? I think that's the best I covered one. it with favorite. And for me, favorite and underrated is SNK fighting games. Okay. Overrated? Blas Blue. Favorite character? Mr. Big. You're up, Johnny. Okay, let's see. So, my favorite fighting game of all the series would be Virtual Fighter. Um, I think this is an interesting note. I absolutely suck at Virtual Fighter. I'm horrible at it. I think the mechanics in that game are fucking amazing. There's no way you can describe it other than that. Um, it relies way less on blocking than any other game. You can be punished pretty easily for trying to block anything in that game. It's mostly counters. Same game is also who I have. The that same game also has my favorite character, uh, Go, the judo expert. Um, once again, he's one of those grapplers that has he can turn anything into a grappler. He has a kick that if you block it, you get grappled. You take the hit, you get grappled. Um, he has chain grapples for the floor. Anything, even counters, are grapples for him. So he can pretty much dominate anybody in that. In terms of that. Um, I forgot the name of the chick that uses um it's not tai chi i now i'm gonna have to go through all the list of different martial arts but anybody that converts their opponent's attacks into their own fighting style i think is great they have another person that does that in that game um overrated uh i would have to say dead or alive is overrated to me uh i at some point, it was a good fighting game. After a while, it just it became boot physics and superheroes. Uh, you get kicked off of a bridge. There's a T-Rex somewhere in the middle of a fight. So it's there's it stopped being a fighting game. And at some point, you can get shot by a tank and you can still fight and win the fight somehow. That was in Dead or Alive 5 because some people are apparently going into shock from hearing that. What was the fourth question? Favorite character. Yeah. Favorite character was gone. Uh, favorite the judo guy. Underrated, overrated, favorite series. Okay, so underrated. Yes, underrated. Wow. Underrated series. 
I I would have to say that the most underrated, at least to me, is Samurai Showdown because that just disappeared yeah. off the face of this earth. SNK. <laughs> um, it had phenomenal ideas on how to use weapons. It was more of a similar range between all characters, even if they had different weapons. And it kind of borrowed from the archetypes, but not as much as I've seen in most recent games. Um, I just wish that most of the games that are Samurai Showdown are now aren't classics. Mm. And it would be really great if somebody created something at least similar to that at this point. Rolando? Oh, you're still thinking. Alright. So, overrated? All of the... Smash games. Ooh. I'm sorry. I know I'm going to get so much shit for that. I just... They're too eclectic for me, and they, they, they're they all over the place, and uh, it's not fun for me. Like, when they added the new eight-player mode, it just becomes a screen of people doing nonsensical stuff. That's not a fighting game to me. Okay. Uh, That was overrated. Underrated? I'd have to say... For me, underrated because I never heard people talk about it much is uh, Capcom versus SNK Millennium Fight 2000. I had it for the Dreamcast, and I that's the first game I bought for my Dreamcast, and I loved it. Uh, if I had to say like a part two to that, Last Blade is also underrated. Ooh, good reference. Last Blade is pretty good. I just love the aesthetic of Last Blade. Kaede. Oh, I gotta buy that now. Now I gotta go somewhere and find it. Out of my Dreamcast, too. Uh, so I said, uh, underrated, overrated, favorite character. Uh, that's a toss-up, but if I had to give it to somebody, I'd give it to either Batu or uh, what's his what's his, what's his his friend's name with the orange hair? Kiyosuke? Kiyosuke. He was the first, like, character I, I played in a fighting game where he was, like, straight-up anime, doing the whole glasses thing I do that now yeah I do that in real life badass. with my sunglasses yeah it's still badass uh, I just loved his moveset and uh, he was great so it's the toughest between Batsu and uh, Kiyosuke mm-hmm. uh, what, was the, what was the next one favorite series favorite series I'd say I want to say Rival Schools because it's it's high, it's high damn, I missed it's that series, there. man. Yeah, Project Justice, son. They didn't only have two games in the whole damn series? Yep. That yeah. Project Justice? Damn, that was a great game. Uh, great music, too. Yeah. And by the way, a little side note to Rival Schools. The Thug School is called Ghetto High School. <laughs> Did no one think that was interesting? <laughs> Ghetto High School has the thugs in the gangs yep. Yep. in Japan. Yep. Way to go, Japan. Way to be sneaky. Yeah. If anything, I want to see a, a Rival Schools versus Street Fighter game, if that ever happens. You mean sort of like Tatsunoko versus Capcom? Oh, that, they did that for that? Well, no, I mean... I mean, it has, has Batu in it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. That's a good game. Honestly, I yeah. like the mechanics of Tatsunoko versus Capcom, and I'm sorry we didn't address it earlier. You know how much I like it? I bought it on three different versions of the Wii. Oh, wow. The Wii I owned... The Wii I blew up and bought a new one in Australia, and the Wii I have now. Jesus. I bought that game three separate times. Yo, we gotta play some time, though. It's actually pretty damn good. And you know what? It's how I learned how to use Alex. Nice. Because I couldn't do it in, in Third Strike, I couldn't do it in Part 3, but I learned in Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. It's Tatsunoko vs. Capcom, the game where Alex's grapple changes depending on the character, 
uh, height. Yes. Yeah. And if you use so it against like a, a giant. It's like yeah, it's like oh, I'm getting your feet. Yeah, it's, it's like a it's like a foot sweep yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, favorite? Yeah, I mean, I'd have to go with Project Justice. Okay, it's, it's awesome. The intro to that that anime intro is cool. All the that's the only game where all the characters are consistent with their themes that I've played ever, and I like all the characters how they look. You mean like the jocks versus the thugs? Yep. 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 It's simple, but it works. And weren't you the one talking about stereotypes earlier Listen, and making a comment about how... Is that stereotypes or is that like... The sport jocks versus life. the thugs. It wasn't... That wasn't the story, though. It was part of the story. It was like a mind control thing with like the, the big boss. Spoilers, guys. I know we didn't put that out this there last so... time. <laughs> there might be people who haven't played in the 15 years it's oh, been out. Nobody's going to play... Nobody's go gonna go. play Project Justice. Go play Rival Schools. Yes, you should do that. It's a great game. Shout out to the Dreamcast too, by the way. Yeah, man. I still got mine. It's in the closet. How long did that last? Like a year? Dreamcast? Dude, when I worked at Funko Land, which used to be Game GameStop. Yeah, when Funko Land was Game GameStop was Funko Land. I was peddling that Dreamcast, <laughs> making that extra upsell money. I was making it seem like it was the next best thing, and you know what? I freaking believed it because nice. I'm a Sega loyalist. Nice. Which one day I will get into my whole love of Sega games and why they're killing Sonic. Oh, Sonic, no. But we'll get into that. Yeah, our next our next, next podcast is Yeah, not Sonic the next Adventure. one, but the one after that. <laughs> um, and hey, if anyone's out there listening, you want to throw us some suggestions. Because eventually we're going to make this known to you guys via social media, via the things I hate, which is Twitter. Maybe I'm just an old cranky man, but you know, Facebook, Twitter. What, what else they got? What, do you, what else do you kids do? I don't know. I'm not into any of that. So we're a bunch of old people? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I'll figure something out. Maybe I'll get, like, you know, one of my old students or something to do a Facebook page for it. Yeah. But anyway, my name is Damien, uh, Casual Damien, as my codename is going to be from now <laughs> on, because it, you're not here right now, but I am right now in a, a, a tank top, chilling right now because the apartment's too damn hot. So I'm casual. Casual. So Casual Damien. Uh, I'll think of a name for me. This is Rolando signing out. This is Johnny signing out. So next week, we hope to have a title in place, guys. But for now, we'll call it... What did we say at the early at the beginning of the show? Three... Do- oh, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that one! <laughs> uh, the amazing... Amaz- something amazing? Uh, Am- amazing something or other? Oh, no! It was the spectacular something or other. Spectacular something or other. So tune in next week, guys. We'll see you soon. Peace.